0: Welcome to Becoming Limitless. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to optimize their brain and their body with biohacking. I'm going to teach you how to eliminate brain fog and upgrade your health so you can have more productivity, energy, and growth in your business. I'm your host, Tanessa Shears. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Becoming Limitless podcast. Today's episode is a personal episode and one that I think you will get a ton of value out of. It is a lesson that I have recently learned in my life in that striking that balance between living a life and also having a business. And as business owners, we know that so much of our energy and thought can go into the growth of the business, maintaining the business, new projects, our team members, new revenue, creating new opportunities, networking. Like there is a lot of On our plate and sometimes it can feel like a lot and there's always that question coming up of like is balance a thing? Can you really have it all or do you need to be choosing what you're focusing on right? And so in today's episode I really want to talk to you about a conversation that I had with my business coach about two months ago and it really allowed me to see something that I was doing that I could never see before and if it is happening to you then maybe you can learn through my experience and apply this to your own life, right? So, the topic of the coaching was basically here here's what I posed. It was a hot seat coaching and I said, "You know what? I want to be coached. I'm really trying to come to terms with the season of business I'm in with very young children. Like I have as of right now when I'm recording this an 8-month-old And I have a two-year-old, right? And I am so excited to work on my business. Now, like, I am a special breed of human. I think in that, like, I am excited. I love my business. I am motivated. Like, I started back to work by choice five weeks postpartum because I just missed it. And my business and working with clients and helping people with their brain and their health optimization, like, it fulfills me in a way that I need in my life. And as much as I do love being a wife and I do love being a mom, I love my business too. And without it, I do feel incomplete. And it is that growth that I am chasing. And maybe you can relate to just that feeling of growth and significance that you get in your business. And it is just something that I've always wanted to have as a component. But when I brought this to coaching, I basically said, you know, there's something that's really bogging me down. It's like, I have this passion and love for my business, but then I have this baby. And at the time she was six months old. And I'm like, and I look at her and I'm like, she's six months old already. Like how I feel like I'm missing it because I'm spending time in my business. And I, you know how it's really hard to get out of your head sometimes. And I'm like, I feel like I am missing out on more of their lives than I'd care for. And I mean, like, I don't want to look back on my life and be like, I missed out on my kids' lives because of a business, right? Like, I don't want to say that, but at the same time, I told him I'm having trouble balancing the zest I have and the, the, the passion I have for what I do with being a mom and like this conversation I'm having in my head that I'm not doing good enough in either area because I'm trying to split my attention, And I feel like I'm missing out on the fullness of my life because I can't really be full anywhere. And this is basically the personal share that I wanted because, you know, as much as like health is optimized, I get great sleep. I have great energy and we all still struggle with stuff, you know, like every client that I work with, even when they, whether they're struggling to get to bed on time or they're struggling to eat well, or they're struggling with the stress in their business, or they feel like they can't turn their business brain off. Like we are all struggling with something. And I thought, that sharing this more of a personal struggle that I am learning how to move through right now maybe will just inspire you to see that maybe what you're struggling with maybe there are some answers for that too so that was the topic I went to coaching with and if you don't have kids maybe it is just that like you feel that your whole life is your business and your time outside you don't have hobbies or you don't have enough fun in your life or it feels like you're stressed out all the time and everything is about business deadlines and you work to distract yourself or work late at night. Like if any of these are speaking to you, I know you are going to get value from today's episode. So before we jump in, what I do want to mention is I actually spent the month of January making a free mini course based on a lot of the questions that I've been getting in my DMs after I've released podcast episodes on sleep and all of that kind of stuff. So what I actually did was I put together a three-part mini course called Three Biohacking Secrets to optimize your sleep and boost your energy. And these are things that you could literally watch the video, go and implement, and then start to see changes to how you feel with your energy. And so what you're going to learn in this is you're going to get a really good idea of how to sleep for peak performance in your business by zeroing in on optimizing your brain with biohacking. So a lot of what we talk about, you're gonna learn the three mistakes that most entrepreneurs are making with their bedtime routine and how to use science to maximize your routine's effectiveness. And you're also gonna learn my top two biohacks for boosting energy, focus, and clarity in the morning in less than 15 minutes. So if you want that, there's gonna be a link in the description or you can head to tenessashears.com forward slash biohacking, and you will be able to get that there. Of course, if you want me to send you the link, just drop into my DMs on Instagram and say, hey, I want the uh, the mini course, and I will send it right to you there. So grab that. But otherwise, let's jump back into the episode. So one of the biggest things that when I was talking with my coach was like, I noticed that... I also sometimes have those ideas of like, I just feel behind and I don't feel like I've ever met an entrepreneur that doesn't feel like they're behind or if they could just catch up on their to-do list or if I could just get ahead, oh my gosh, the weight would finally feel lifted. And, you know, he said to me, he's like, Tanessa, you know, there is no task so big that it can't wait until Monday. And I was like, yeah, but like it all feels important. And I very much recognize that, you know, nothing's going to burn down if I don't wait until Monday. But I notice in my head, like I'm very aware of these beliefs that like if I could just do this, then I will get this done. And I noticed it especially because while I was going through this coaching is I was in the process of developing the CEO Sleep Lab, my, my program for six and seven figure entrepreneurs for sleep. And I was developing this and I was like, oh my gosh, when I get this done, it's gonna be so great because I'm working so hard on this right now. But then I was like, really, what's gonna happen? What is gonna happen when you get your next big project done, right? What happens? All of a sudden, you don't have projects anymore. There's no growth to be had, right? You just move on to the next thing because I actually have two more programs that are going to be in development this year to create a really well-rounded Becoming Limitless program, right? And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get to the end of this and it's something else, and I know when I get to the end of that, it's really gonna be something else, right? And I'm really looking at like, what do I want my life to look like? And the conversation turned to priority management. And I think this is something that as entrepreneurs, we don't address. Now, I know that we are told in all of the productivity things and such that like identify your three big priorities for the day. And that is great. But Here's what I see a lot of my clients doing is they will identify three big priorities for the day and those are priorities that will never get done in that day. And there is no possible way that with the size of the tasks, those priorities on their list, that they will get through them in that day. So they set themselves up for this experience of like never finishing their list, never getting through because they're always overscheduling their day. And it's not like it's three priorities. Like I'm going to answer my Instagram DMs, record a podcast and clear out my inbox. It's not like that. It's usually something like, um, plan and record an entire podcast episode and send everything out. And then number two is going to be something just as big, like write all my content for the week. And it's just, we really need to look at first of all, like what is going to fit into a day. And this is where that topic of priority management came up. And my coach said something to me that I don't think I am ever going to forget. And he said this, Tanessa, never grow just to grow. When we are in a season of lifestyle, we are in a season of lifestyle. And when we are a season of mission, we are in a season of mission. And you have to be able to tell the difference. Don't grow just to grow right? Whether if you are in a season of lifestyle, that is when you are enjoying your life and what you've created and taking time to really live, right? Like, what do you want to do with your life if it weren't based around your business? And then there are seasons of mission where you're pushing full steam ahead and you are creating, you know, intellectual property or you are hiring team members or you are scaling your monthly revenue. Like, that is a season of mission. But, he asked me if I was growing just to grow. And I said, what does that mean? He said, well, when you grow just to grow, you're growing out of obligation because you don't really know why you're growing. It's just what you're supposed to do. And I looked at my life and I was like, oh my gosh, I grow just for the sake of growing. Like you start a business and you make 50,000 your first year, 100,000 your second year, 200,000 your third year, and you just isn't the end goal just to keep growing? Like, is there, that's what, I don't know. I never actually thought about it before, but when I started looking at all these areas of my life, I was like, I'm growing just because that's what I thought I was supposed to do, to grow. And I was like, holy crap, that's not fun. He says, yeah, because what ends up happening is when you, It's just what you're supposed to do. This is when you get resentment and burnout in your life and your business because you're showing up and it's that constant like gas on, push to grow because you always have that goal that's down the road. Like if you once had a $400,000 a year goal, now it's at a million, right? And you know, when you get to a million, it's going to be two but we have this funny idea that like we're going to grow and then we're going to get there. It's going to be great. But no, we stay in that drive, that constant push forward. And it's draining so much of just the vitality and love we have for our businesses. And we get that resentment. And he said that, you know, Tanessa, most growth is not linear. Now, I want you to think of like a straight line from base camp to the tip of the mountain, right? Like if you were to picture, you know, a child's drawing of a mountain when they draw a big triangle and it looks like a straight line right up to the top, like that is what entrepreneurs often think growth is like. And he said, no, no, no. It's more like stair stepping. And that is what makes it sustainable, meaning you grow and you take the stair up, and then you learn how to sustain that level before growing again. Like, what do consistent $10,000 months actually feel like as an identity before moving on to $20,000 months? And when you get there, before moving on to $30,000, $40,000, dollars right? And most of us just think, well, I hit a $10,000 month, I gotta hit a fifteen dollars and a fifteen, dollars and I gotta hit a 20. And that stair step is not, that stair step is what we need to make it sustainable, right? And that stabilization period is where you grow and you enjoy and reward yourself and you relax and you prep for your next level of growth. It's so interesting. I think another big thing I'm just kind of reading through some of the notes and the aha moments I was having during this call is he said to me, You know, that season of lifestyle has a purpose. And many of the entrepreneurs I work with, like, The idea of just resting to rest or enjoying a lifestyle just to enjoy a lifestyle without that growth is not a productive use of time. Like, well, I could grow my business in that month, so why would I use it to just lay back and take it easy, right? Like, it doesn't feel productive, and I do coach a lot of entrepreneurs around that. But he defined this season of lifestyle as that time when you work on the identity and the skills and get clear on who you need to be as a leader to get to that next level. You need to redefine your priorities and how you need to grow at that next level because how you grew to get to who you are today is rarely what you need to do to get to that next level. So during these lifestyle periods where you are living your life and enjoying the fruits of your labor, you are growing as a person not as a business and it is this time that you level up the skill set to enable your next level of growth because when you try to grow with an old identity like think of the first hundred thousand dollars you made in your business right like i remember that and what it took to get to the first hundred thousand is not going to be what it takes to get to three hundred thousand right and you you will identify those different stages in who you need on your team, how many people you need supporting you, you know, like what leadership skills you're going to have to have, what personal growth. So when you try to grow with your old identity and behaviors, that is when you burn out because that identity and skill set is not suited for your next level of growth. So instead of growing just to grow and always on an uphill trend, we need to think like, okay, we have seasons of lifestyle, which are the plateaus on the stairs. And when you grow personally, and then you take a step up to the next level of growth with that new identity, and that becomes your season of mission when you are in a growth phase. And by alternating seasons of lifestyle and seasons of mission, you become an entrepreneur that is not only fulfilled in your business, but personally. You feel like you have time for things that make your life fun and the people you love and the experiences you love and you take the time to go hiking and you take the time to go see your family and you enjoy downtime that's not just zoning out into the TV or spending hours scrolling Instagram. It's that fulfillment in life that we signed up for our businesses for, right? So this idea of never growing just to go really struck me and I'm like, man, where is my season of lifestyle? Right. And that's kind of where it led to this next part of the conversation. And it was about this concept of three big rocks. And he gave a Dan Sullivan quote that said, if you ever have more than three priorities or what we'll call big rocks in your business right now, or your personal life, you actually don't have any priorities. You have a to-do list. And I want you to think like, what are your priorities in your business right now? Like, Can you think what they are? How many are there? Are you doing client delivery? Are you doing sales? Are you doing marketing? Do you have a podcast? Are you creating your content? Are you developing new curriculum? Are you in a program right now? Like what are all of the things that you are telling yourself are a priority, If you have more than three, there is a very good chance that you just have a to-do list and you are probably one of those entrepreneurs that constantly feel behind and like you're never going to catch up and that you're not doing enough and you feel that slight anxiety that there's so much to do. And if you could just, I'll just stay up tonight, just tonight, because if I can just get this done, then I can enjoy my weekend. But it's an entirely like false structure, thought structure that you're creating in your brain. So what I began asking myself after getting this coaching was like, what are my actual top priorities in my business and in my personal life? And I began by looking at like, okay, Q1 of 2023, which we are in right now, what are my big three priorities? And I decided I am finishing and launching the CEO Sleep Lab. Done. Launch ends tomorrow. As of the day I'm recording this. Two, reboot my marketing strategy which really means my content and my messenger. Second, the last one was serving my clients. Those are the three things that I am going to be spending my energy on in Q1. And then what I did was after I had my priorities for all of Q1, I started to break down what was how was I going to divvy those up in the months because it is very challenging being a mom of two and a business owner and a wife and being able to launch a course and do, you know, finish it up and do all the marketing and serve my clients at the peak level. And so here's how I ended up dividing it up. January is going to be about a content reboot. So if you followed along on Instagram at Tanessa Shears, you'll have noticed that after taking some time off in December, I am back full force with regular content that is engaging and I'm really involved in making sure it's good and seeing what is resonating and producing more of that, like really digging into what you guys are connecting with, what my messaging is. And of course, in January, it was finishing that launch of the CEO Sleep Lab. February, which I'm heading into now, is what I'm calling the month of connection, the month of messenger, meaning I am making a concerted effort. My number one focus for the entire month of February is connecting with my audience, having real conversations, getting to know you guys and what you're struggling with and what you find challenging and helping out and sending resources and podcast episodes I've done and content and and getting ideas for how I can help better. That is the entire focus for the month of messenger and the month of connection. March is going to be the month of lifestyle. And I was like, what would that look like in my business? Well, I need to figure out what are my, 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 minimum standards for what I must do in my business to maintain. And what that means is what are the things that are directly correlated to my client experience, to creating new clients, and to serving my audience on Instagram and on the podcast. And that is really what I'm looking at as my base minimum. And then I am going to be doing a season of lifestyle. And this led into what are my top priorities in my lifestyle? And I want you to like, listen to kind of how I'm talking about this and think about this, like, what are your top priorities in your lifestyle? And I came up with three and it was number one, I want experiences with my girls. And it's it's easy to just be like, yeah, I'm going to be present with them and at around the house. But I want to take them out and do stuff with them. I want to go on dates with each one of them and really spend personal time. We just went to the aquarium a couple of days ago as my first commitment and leaning into this, right? I want to go and go for walks with them. I want to take them to the park all of the time and be present for that and put that as a priority, right? And make sure my brain is there as a priority, right? I want to give more time back to my marriage. And I find that it's one of those things that like Flynn and I have been together nearly eight years now, nine years, eight years, something like that. Anyways, I with that specifically you know when you've been for someone for so long it's just like it it becomes easy to just count on them being there and he is such a wonderful support and we have such a good marriage that it sometimes I notice it's easy to take for granted how important of a role and a piece that they play in your family and god forbid anything were to ever happen to him like that is what matters. He is what matters. My girls are what matter, not my business. Because if my business vanished tomorrow, really what's going to matter is my family, right? And so the third thing I put on this priority list for myself, and notice I only did three, were dates with myself and my future health. So in my personal life, I want to be Constantly showing up for my health and my well-being, and that means exercising regularly. That means nurturing my body with good foods. That means taking time to be alone. And I often noticed myself thinking, well, I'm alone all the time when I'm working in my business, but it's not the same as like alone leisure time, meaning time just to be me, me, Tanessa, away from Being a mom and away from being a wife and away from being a CEO and a coach. Just like, who am I if all of that is taken away, right? So, my big personal big three rocks were experiences with my girls, reintroducing date night with my marriage, and dates with myself and my future health, and really making that a priority over everything else, especially as I enter March, which is my season of lifestyle. Now, A lot of you guys may not know this, but actually June 1st, when my baby was born, we retired my husband, Flynn, through an investment that we made that covers off his income. So we actually, he no longer has a traditional job. He does have a business that he works on, but he is now full-time at home and that's why I've really been able to lean into my business but now that he is not tied to his job as a mechanic anymore and my business is fully online for the most part we have a goal of traveling for four to six months every year and our first trip actually begins in January of 2024 where as of current time as of current our plan, we're gonna be going from mid-January to mid-March to Panama in 2024. And we are gonna be spending time in different cities. I wanna be coaching on a chair outside, in the sun. I want to be able to walk in the beach in the morning and get my toes in the water and go for an early morning swim. I want to spend days in the sun. I want my girls to grow up outside and around culture and different languages and learn from experiences in the world. And this starts in 2024. And I know that much of that first quarter of 2024 is going to be a season of lifestyle. So making sure that I don't let my brain tell me that in the meantime, we're just going to work really hard and we'll get there and we'll play. So having said that, where I want you to, what I want you to learn from this is just to really identify like in your life, are you growing just to grow? Meaning is there a season of lifestyle coming? Do you actually have that planned in or is that just a thought you had while you were listening to this where you're like, that'd be nice, I should probably do that. Yeah, maybe I'll take a day off this weekend. No, I mean, is there a season for you to grow as a person, not a business? Is that built in? And then if you're looking at your personal life and your business Do you have priorities, three big rocks, or do you just have a non-ending to-do list of projects and ideas that feel so overwhelming that you end up either overworking or just retreating entirely sometimes into just overwhelming stress, right? So the last big takeaway that I got from this coaching session with my coach is he said, Tanessa, you need to be okay with letting the rest of the rocks drop. I was like, oh, ugh, ugh, the amount of discomfort that that brought up. What that means is that things that I'm trying to carry, I can't carry it all. And it was a really like self-aware moment. And I do a lot of self-awareness and a lot of coaching with myself and a lot of belief work. But that discomfort of seeing that I was trying to carry more rocks than I was capable of doing a good job at means that some things are going to have to drop and i'm going to have to be okay with it so in looking at your experience right now how full does your life feel how full does it feel and does it feel too full like do you feel an underwell like an undercurrent of anxiety or stress or unease because of this constant like i have so much on my plate there is no way i'm going to get to do all this something is going to suffer I think it is critical that you hear this message that it is time to prioritize and be okay with letting the rest of the rocks drop. And I need to be take a really hard look at what I needed to let go of. And I came up with a list. And at home, I really just needed to let go of trying to get around to that damn pile of laundry at the end of my bed. You know, when... You do a load of like socks, underwear, towel sheets and need the laundry basket. So you just dump it on the floor and to get the laundry basket again. And then all of a sudden it's like three or four loads of clean laundry later that haven't been put away. Honestly, most people I talk to have this pile of laundry somewhere in their house. And when you go to get socks in the morning, you're like rummaging through this pile. I have decided I'm going to let go of that. And if there is a pile of laundry there, that's okay. I have also decided to let go of TV. If you heard a couple of episodes ago, we did a digital detox and went a entire, an entire month without TV. And I got to tell you, I don't miss it at all. I think now since it has ended, we have gone back. I have gone and maybe watched, I think I've watched two episodes of The Real Housewives of Potomac. And that's it. I just have no drive to go back. Like When I saw what I did with my time and how I was able to connect with my kids, Like this whole digital detox that we did in removing technology was fundamental in me introducing more of a season of lifestyle. And that was a lot of when I started implementing this coaching is when you probably heard that episode. So removing TV was fantastic. Um, I've also decided to let go of feeling productive, meaning... I have pulled out a puzzle over the last week and have been sitting for a couple of hours every day with a cup of coffee or tea in hand and just doing a puzzle and it is not productive and it has no purpose. And that is the purpose because I found when I don't have something to direct my energy towards, I, my brain's like, well, I should just do a training. Well, I should just catch up on this video, but really finding things I need to let go of is that need to be productive. The last thing I really decided to drop was thinking that I don't need alone time because I was like, ah, you know what? I work so much all week that I just want to spend all the rest of my time wrapped up in my kids and my husband. Like, I just want to be together as a family. And I loved that, but I also noticed that through the last part of the year, I was losing myself. And since my daughter Tenley has come along, like with the introduction of a new baby, my gosh, it I was not prepared for how much energy a second child took I thought you know one child is one two child is two but in our experience one child has been one two child feels like three it's like it wasn't a linear jump and I just really felt that like wow all I have time for right now is kids husband and business and I really neglected just doing something by myself not plugged into a podcast not plugged into the tv just like being alone And that is something that I'm gonna be implementing a lot more of going forward, and specifically tomorrow morning, I'm going to the swimming pool all by myself, and I'm gonna do do laps of swimming in silence, and then I'm gonna sit in the hot tub, and then I'm gonna have an ice cold shower, and then I'm gonna get back in the sauna, and I'm just gonna have a wellness morning, and it's going to be so luxurious. I don't, I'm so curious how it's gonna go, but I know that this is something that I really needed. As far as my business, what rocks are going to drop? Well, I was really excited about creating that next phase of my Becoming Limitless program because I've just created the CEO Sleep Lab, which is phase one. And I was like, yeah, let's go. We're gonna go right into phase two. But I have decided to put that as a Q2 project because I need a season of lifestyle. So that next development, that next era of the Becoming Limitless program has been put on pause. I have put on pause hosting free trainings and webinars, even though my brain tells me I should be doing all of that right now. And the fact that I'm not means I'm not doing enough. I need to put that on pause. The other thing is guest pitching was something that I let drop for podcasts. I actually hired a VA in Q4 last year and have been outsourcing stuff to her, which has been wonderful. I've also outsourced all of my production work for my podcast. That has been great. And then the last thing I really let drop, and this was the hardest decision of all, is I needed to be making some changes to the podcast that you're listening to moving forward. And if I want February to be my month of connecting with people, that time has to come from somewhere. And March is going to be a season of lifestyle. And so I sat down with my coach and I was like, how can I... How can I drop the podcast without dropping the podcast? And I was like, I'm just going to have to not do it. I'm going to have to come to terms with that like I did when I was pregnant. And he goes, why don't you just do bi-weekly episodes? And I was like, I have never considered that. So going forward for now in this season of business and lifestyle I'm in, we're going to be moving to bi-weekly episodes until further notice when I feel like I'm ready to fully dive into a season of mission With the podcast. Now, if you're still wanting regular content from me on a weekly basis, daily basis on Instagram, I post five days a week. I am on my stories five days a week. You can always DM me and ask questions. I have so much value and knowledge that I will be sharing over there, and this podcast will still continue just every other week because I really want to be an example of what's possible and walk the walk and talk the talk, not just have all these ideas that I'm giving you, but show you how I'm implementing them in my life. And sometimes things that I love, just they need to take a pause so that I can prioritize my season of lifestyle. And going back to what I came from my coach is like, I do not want to look back and miss my kids' lives And if that means doing biweekly podcasts, that is a choice that I am uncomfortable about, but I'm willing to make a hundred times over. So in listening to this, I really hope that you feel inspired to chase after how you want to feel with your life and really look at your life right now and ask, how do I feel about my life right now? Do I feel like it is free and spacious and present? Do I feel connected and authentic? Do I give my time to the things that matter? Or am I wrapped up in the busyness of work? What do I want for my life? Like if I were to look back on my life, is there anything I would regret? And I'll finish with this. I'm a really big Alex Hormozy fan. You've probably heard a lot of me um, references content on the podcast, but he gave something called the grandfather frame, and this has also forever changed how I will look at my life. Because if I'm going to be truly honest, the entire concept of gratitude, like gratitude lists and being grateful and journaling in the morning, like that. I always felt like that was something I should be doing because you look on Instagram and everyone else is doing that, but I never really resonated with that and I've tried it and it really felt weird and I didn't know what it was. But then Alex Ramosi said, yeah, I felt the same thing. Gratitude thing tried. It just didn't work for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, someone else feels that. And he goes, what I use is called the grandfather frame. So picture this all of a sudden you are 85 years old and I want you to picture You are sitting in a chair, and if you are not driving or doing something dangerous, close your eyes right now and do this with me. Like, you are 85 years old, and your hair has lost its color. Your body has lost maybe a little muscle, and you hurt in places that you didn't expect to hurt before. It takes more energy to walk and do general things, and you're sitting there alone And you don't have the people around you that you love anymore. And you either sold your business or retired from it. Or maybe you're still poking around in parts of it. And you're 85. And then all of a sudden, you were granted the opportunity to be in your body right now, back in time. And I want you to picture this. Like, open your eyes. You're in your... I remember this. Like me, I just turned 34 two days ago. Oh my God, I remember when my butt looked like this. Like, oh my God, look how, to, oh my God, I didn't even realize what good shape I was in. Oh my God, look at my girls. Tenley's only eight months old. She's not even walking yet. And Hannah, oh my God, I remember. That was, that was the week that she finally mastered potty training. And oh my God, look at Flynn. That's my husband. Wow, he's so young. And look at his muscles. Oh, my God. I remember when he used to look like this. Like, oh, my God. And my business. Remember when it was this small? Oh, my God. Remember those clients that I used to work? Remember how much I used to stress about that kind of stuff? Isn't it funny that it all works out? Like, really picture that. Get into your life right now and look at it. Open your eyes and look at your life as if you just tran- transported back in time and you got the opportunity to wake up today, what would matter? You'd be looking at your 84 year old life. If you had to go back there, you're like, no, I want to soak up as much time with these kids as possible, but I also want to grow my business, but there are definitely things I would do differently. What are those things for you? What can you do differently so that you enjoy your life? Because if you are not feeling the way you want to feel in your life, if you feel like you're on a hamster wheel, if you feel trapped, if you feel stuck, if you feel like there's no air to breathe because your business is so big in your life, you don't have to keep going this way. I want to invite you to take a breath. What do you want to change? What are your real priorities? Why are you in a rush. What are you rushing towards? Where is that place where you say, when I get there, things will be different. Don't grow just to grow. Be in a season of lifestyle or a season of mission choose your priorities, know your big rocks and be okay with letting the rest of the rocks drop so that you can enjoy this life you are creating. I hope that has been valuable for you guys. I would love it if you popped over onto Instagram in the DMs. Let me know what your takeaway was. What are your priorities? Are you growing just to grow? Like, did you, did you see yourself in any of these examples? I would love to hear from it, but otherwise you guys have an absolutely beautiful week And I hope you feel the way you want to feel in your life. And if you're not, I invite you to go chase after it. You guys take care. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Learn something new in this episode or feel inspired to take action. I'd love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review. Your review will help one more entrepreneur feel healthier, more energized, and focused. If you feel good about helping a friend or a fellow business owner, you've never even met You are my kind of people. I'm excited to help you become limitless in the coming episodes.